At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action from the South Point, where it is packed for March Madness. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, Wes Reynolds joining us tonight and tomorrow night. Look at that scene of the South Point. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with the South Point, but you've been to Vegas, you're like, hey, I only know the Strip. Where's the South Point? Well, Mandalay Bay uh, considered the uh, South Point of the Strip, if you will. But if you went ten five later, we are five miles south of Mandalay Bay. There you go. I, I tracked it when I ran it the other night. I did the loop. That's right. <laughs> and you, you, when you ran it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ran up there quick. Was the whole band there? <laughs> <laughs> it's phenomenal. Uh, before you update the scores, you and uh, you and Matt just made, I think, the best possible bet off this news, which was the uh, Vikings to win the NFC North plus three twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. Hopped in. Well done. Hopped in on that one. I mean, listen again. It's not just Devontae Adams. We just mentioned Zedary Smith. He's gone as well from there. And again, like, yes, they're going. They'll probably draft a receiver, but. You know, a rookie receiver, Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. I, I, he'll be fine. I don't think it's going to be any like a Jamar Chase type situation or right. anything like that. You Plus, know? what what is the combined percentage you give the Bears and Lions of winning that division? Right, five percent, ten percent, not even. So, yeah, I how, like it. How many times did we, did we say when we watched a Packers game, we're like, look, everybody knows it's going to Devontae and they can't stop him. And, and we used to say that they're connected, like they're yeah. tied by a string, those two guys. Good on you. I'll make that bet a little later. Can't make it right now. Kelly, let's update everything. Yeah, I'll go through uh, the college games here first, starting with that uh, UConn disaster at the half. Uh, at the half still, because remember, these half times last about 37 minutes. New Mexico State up on UConn, 32-22. to 22. At the half, live numbers. Wes gave you halftime numbers before, second half numbers. These are live numbers. New Mexico State, four and a half and 123 and a half. San Diego State up 10 on Creighton, 27 to 17. Um, that game with seven minutes still remaining in the first half. Uh, San Diego State, eight and a half point live favorite, 132 and a half. The live total. St. Mary's up on Indiana, 28 to 25. Six minutes left to go in the first half. Uh, St. Mary's a two and a half point live favorite, 137 and a half. The live total. And for whatever reason, the other game is not up on DraftKings, but it is St. Peter's and Kentucky, 37 apiece wow. at the half. Yeah, wow. I've got some halftime numbers, by the way, not at DraftKings. Where's St. Peter's from? Is that, is that, are they in New Jersey? Yes. That's yeah, why. yeah, they're in the uh, MAC, the Metro Atlantic <laughs> Athletic Conference, uh, and they were the conference tournament champion. Iona was a favorite, got upset. Uh, Rick Pitino's guys lost in the NIT last night at Florida. But what I'm seeing right now kind of appearing in the market, 
Kentucky minus 10, 71 and a half for the second half total. So they have 74, so adjusted 145 and a half. This was one I almost dipped my toe in on the under. I think it closed 132. So it's really surprising to see St. Peter's not to give up 37 to Kentucky as good as they are defensively, but for St. Peter's to have 37, uh, Cal's going to get at his guys because Cal's teams always bring the intensity on defense. But St. Peter's 5 and 9 from the 3 in the first half, 47% from the floor. That's how they're staying in the ball game. Wes, serious question: Is any team in college basketball good? Because literally, if you if you landed, <laughs> if you came from Mars and watched the first twenty seven minutes of that Gonzaga game, mm-hmm. you would not have been able to tell who the better team you, was. Well, you would look at it and be like, these are the guys that the metrics say are number one. Whether it's the Ken Palm or the Bartorvik or Simon Gersberg over at Shot Quality, like Gonzaga has just like stupendous numbers really across the board. But numbers don't always tell the story, and there's something about NCAA tournament pressure, and you know, you go cold one night from the field. Iowa found that out this afternoon. Yeah, and now Kentucky tied with St. Peter's at the half, 37-37. Like we said, it was fade out complete. We thought Rick Pitino's Iona Gales were going to win, a, you know, from that conference. Not the case. And St. Peter's 20 minutes away. I'm trying to create drama from the upset. Kelly, did you update everything? I'm sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt. I got through college basketball. Sorry, NBA. There's a, you know a ton going on. Sure. Uh, we have the Pistons up on the Magic, 65 to 58, 243 left in the first half. Pistons two and a half point live favorites, 243 and a half the live total. There is well, something interesting from that game. What you got with those two minutes left in the first half? Sadiq Bay has 25 points in the, so far Ooh. for the Pistons. 60 point watch again. We, I know. Where do we <laughs> go? We're at least on 50 burger watch again. <laughs> Over on the ice, we've got the Islanders leading the Rangers one to nothing. Three minutes into the second period, uh, Islanders minus 185 live. Rangers plus 140 live. Total set at five. Flyers lead the Predators one to nothing at the first intermission. Flyers minus 155. Predators plus 115. Five and a half your live total shaded to the under capitals lead the blue jackets two to nothing one minute into the second period live numbers currently off the board maple leafs lead the hurricanes one to nothing two minutes into the second period maple leafs minus 225 live hurricanes plus 165 live total set at five stars up on the canadiens one to nothing first uh second period just about to start it looks like for stars minus 425 live canadiens plus 290 live total set at five all right, uh, Devontae Adams to the Raiders in a blockbuster trade that will involve two prime draft picks, including the Raiders' first-round pick. And uh, obviously, people tweeting about it, and there's some spectacular tweets on this. Here's one that probably captures it, uh, puts, context, puts context on it better than anybody. Uh, this is a gentleman who uh, covers the Seahawks for The Athletic. His name is Michael Sean Duggar, and he tweets, Russell Wilson left the toughest division in football, and join the toughest division in the history of football. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's just exactly what happened. And uh, boy, oh boy, the AFC West. My, my goodness, what a division. And the AFC North is probably, what, the second best division in football top to bottom, wouldn't you say, at this point? I I think so. Yeah, probably. Because there's turnover in, in the NFC West to some degree. Obviously, quarterback for uh, the Niners being... Chief among the, that turnover. The other thing I didn't think about that's on the move. We talked about the the uh, the Super Bowl on the move already for the Raiders, falling from fifty to forty to one for them to win the Super Bowl. But the Derek Carr MVP market. Oh, oh, 
is on the move. He was like 50, I think, last I thought I saw 40 days. on the graphic earlier. It is at one book down to 25 for Derek Carr. Russell Wilson territory now. It is 35 at DraftKings, but it is it has fallen significantly as well. So this was earlier in the week. This okay, was so on Tuesday. From 40 to 35 yeah. at DraftKings. Yeah, Russell Wilson gotten all the way to, to 12 to 1 now, pardon me. So now so now Derek Carr is dropping in that Deshaun Watson territory, if you will. And just to reiterate what this offense now looks like, I know Matt talked about it earlier. Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Brian Edwards, pretty good trio of receivers there. Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, and, of course, Mr. Carr. Darren Waller, who, when you watch Raiders games, how many times have you said to yourself, just go to Waller every play, right. it's unstoppable. Well, that was that was the John Gruden plan early yeah. in the year when he had about, like, 25 targets seemingly every game, but he'll get his fair share of touches in this offense. And- and they add Chandler Jones on the right. defensive side of the ball. Right. I mean, like this is this is obviously huge from an offensive perspective, but to get a, a, an elite pass rusher in Chandler Jones again in what we we probably think will play out to be one of the most ridiculous divisions in the history of football. Could I you mean, could you finish ten and seven in that division and be in last place? I mean, could it, it work? Would out not that be way. Out, yeah. I mean, it yeah. would not be out of the realm of possibility. Could work out. There. I mean, I, I, yeah, I feel like you'd have to go through the math on that, right, yeah. to look at all the games. But well, you got to play yeah. each other. But yes, I mean, if you feast on other divisions, sure, sure feels like it, man. The division of death. That's what I've coined it. You know, I, I call. I was going to keep. I was saying. talking about. Uh, was it the World Cup or the Euro Cup? And I said that when Paul Carr was on, and he goes, "Yeah, Gil, we don't say that anymore." Like it's like, really? like, like the group thing. of death. I'm like, who am I offending? The dead? I don't understand. <laughs> I'm not allowed to say that anymore. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to hit the Google machine, find some answers. Please. Appreciate that. Uh, let me throw this in just because it's on the rundown. But uh, baseball, obviously, while all of this is going down, March Madness, NFL free agency. Oh, by the way, baseball uh, free agency is happening as well, and the season is starting April 7th. So real quick, let's just throw in, because I went on a uh, on a baseball futures spree that we talked about yesterday. Uh, I know, Matt, you have some baseball futures. Wes, you have any as well? I do not. I okay. need to look into that market over the weekend. Let's just take a look at a couple real quick in these last two minutes here. The AL Cy Young and the NL Cy Young. First of all, the AL Cy Young market is up. Garrett Cole is your short shot at plus 425 with the Yankees. Shane Bieber. From the Guardians. Uh, first time that that's come out of my mouth. Forever. Yeah. There's a logo of the Guardians. Seven to one. Robbie Ray. Now they now he's Seattle Mariner. He's at nine to one. And everybody starting with Lucas Giolito, double digits at eleven to one. I have not made a bet in this market, nor do I plan on making one anytime soon. I don't think I am either. I am glad that all of the logos on the screen yes. are American League logos. Yes, yes those teams do that. reside in the American League. <laughs> By the so way, just in fairness, it wasn't only you guys here on Primetime Action. My, you know, if you went to like a behemoth offshore book the other night, Chapman was still in like the AL MVP stuff. You know, they, they're very slow to like change that stuff. So it's not just you. The graphicals didn't hit air. We just made, made fun of it after. That's correct. I think this one, I think, I, I think this one could end up being one of the longer guys before yeah. it's all said and done with. So I'm like you, Gil. I, I, I'll chill out a little bit, yeah. see how this kind of starts to shake out, and then maybe look to get in. And look, if I okay, if I miss a 20 to one on Barrios and he's like just bringing his A game every night, mm-hmm. and I have to get 12. So be it, right? Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll do that. But I, th- I think it could be. I mean, I don't. 
Garrett Cole, Bieber, Ray, I mean, yeah, they're they're all the short shots for a reason, Wes, but I mean, I, I think that yeah. there's any of those guys on that right-hand side I think could easily make their way into the discussion. Well, and, and you had a couple guys that kind of had career years, too, like Lance mm-hmm. Lynn last year. It's like, can you go ahead and duplicate that a mm-hmm. second year in a row? And and I'm not sure about that. I think that this, uh, this order, at least from that second uh, graphic to the right, I think is going to flip-flop several times. And El Cy Young, by the way, the short shot, no surprises. The greatest pitcher in baseball, yeah. Jacob Degrom. I got him at four to one, just to have it in pocket. Right now, we're showing plus three eighty at DraftKings. If I were to take a long shot play, I have somebody in mind. Let's see what the fellas think about this one after the break as well. We'll take a look at El Sayel. We'll update all the scores. West poof goes the Hoosiers lead. St. Mary's up seven now. Two twenty left in the first half down there in the East Region. We'll track it all. Kentucky again at halftime, tied at 37 with St. Peter's. Coming back, Beeson's primetime action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on Beeson, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action, of course, again, the news, Devontae Adams per via trade, I should say, to the Las Vegas Raiders. And, Matt, it looks like it's a first and a second. Yes, the first and the second in the 2022 draft this year. So, again, draft down the road from us here, but the Raiders will not have a first or a second round pick. They get uh, The Packers will get the number 22 and the number 53 pick for Devontae Adams. So, again, yeah, there'll be Raiders fans there. They won't be cheering on a pick, but I think they'll be okay with it. Yeah. By the way, play free hoops for a share of $20,000 this March with the March Hoop Series presented by 5-Hour Energy. Fire up your lineups in four free-to-play contests that compete for your share of $5,000 per contest. Head to DraftKings.com slash 5-Hour Energy now to join the action. 5-Hour Energy, fire up your lineup. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. UConn having all kinds of trouble with the... New Mexico State Aggies, 38-27 to 27 now. First few minutes of the second half, that is a West Regional round one game, round of 64. UConn having all kinds of trouble. We mentioned Kentucky tied with St. Peter's in a 2-15 game at the half at 37. Uh, and uh, Indiana with their biggest deficit now against St. Mary's West, 12-point yeah. deficit with 19 seconds left. Yeah, 23-7 to seven run right now for St. Mary's. Uh, they got about 15 seconds left in the first half, just owning Indiana on the boards. Uh, Mike Woodson, who, of course, comes from the NBA now at the college level, he's got to realize that this is not like the NBA where you can make wholesale line changes and substitution changes because you guys talk and bet and watch NBA every single night, you can get away with putting your second unit in there more often than not because second units got good players too in the NBA and they're not going to get their doors blown off. You do that at the college level when you uh, substitute, you know, more than like three or four starters at a time. This is what happens to you. And I'm just watching Trace Jackson Davis right now, who's been amazing. He's averaged over 26 points a game in the last four games, the three Big Ten tournament games, and then the win over Wyoming on Tuesday night. He's not getting back on defense. He just looks absolutely dead legged. So uh, this is not looking good for Indiana right now. Four seconds left to go. Timeout on the floor, 40-28, to St. Mary's 23-7 run. Let's go back to the uh, National League Cy Young market because we didn't get a chance to sort of react to it. Uh, unlike the American League, already have a bet here on Jacob DeGrom of the Mets 
at four to one plus three eighty now on him at DraftKings. Uh, one of those bets, Matt, where you just sort of make it. We talked about this with a mm-hmm. Dodgers bet last yeah. year. Just make the bet, have it in your account. You'll wake up in uh, September. You'll be like, oh, I'm so glad yeah. I have this. He's that much better than everybody else. Yep. And he was going to cruise to it last year before he got hurt. Yep. You're betting against it. And we argued that maybe his numbers were still good enough, even in <laughs> the right. shorts, even in the, his shortened season, that he still should have won it. Yeah. I mean, it's. I understand why the number is where it's at because he is coming off of injury. If it was not that, because by the way, guys, I had the bet last year and it was 250, like yeah. when I had it. Right. So, I mean, you yeah. know, it, it's, it's longer this year because he's coming off of injury. Um, it's, you know, the guy, what, what else can you say? He's the best pitcher in baseball. He's going to win it so long as he stays healthy. It's, it's just basically you betting on his health. If I said to you, you may not have a Jacob DeGrom bet. Okay. And you must bet on somebody else here. Who would that person be? <sighs> I have somebody in mind. Give, too. give me, give me Woodruff. I like his stuff. His stuff is really, really nasty. And if, uh, if he can just kind of put it together, his problem is is he has two good starts and then just and then a train wreck start and two good starts and a train wreck start. If he can like kind of avoid the the every third start being being bad, I think he could he could at least challenge it. But again, it's 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 the same Yo, question. I'm, I'm trying to guess which one you have in mind. You're uh, I think it. we may match up. Uh, how about Carlos Rodon? Bingo, bingo. Fifteen to one That's going to a guy. pitcher's park out there in yep. San Francisco. That's the guy who was who was very much in the AL Cy Young conversation mm-hmm. last year as well. Now going to uh, what is it now? AT Oracle is yes. what it is now. Whatever yes. it is, it is a pitcher friendly park, yes. and I think Carlos Rodon will like it there. Yep, but Degrom's. Certainly the guy, but I, I I like that answer, Carlos. Rodriguez. Yeah, he he's one of those guys, kind of like you you mentioned, Wes, from when we were talking about the the AL side of things. There were a couple of guys on that list that had kind of career years, and can they duplicate that? Now, if, if Rodon can duplicate what we saw from him last year, his problem has always was always and has always he always had the stuff. He walked uh, way too many guys. Uh, he just gave away runs mm-hmm. left and right or whatever, and he finally found some control last year. So yes. if if he can do that and, and duplicate that over in San Francisco, but you know, again, it's it's he's going to have to duplicate what, what we saw last year and not what we saw in kind of the first five seasons of his of his career. So true. Look at his FanGraphs page and the uh, the walks per nine is just a horrific sight before last season. Uh, the other thing, of course, in sports that is happening today that we haven't touched on, Valspar. Uh, the first round is in the books at the uh, Valspar Championship. How are how are your bets doing so far through one round? Huh? Oh, you know what we should mention if, oh, if people sorry. are sorry. want to uh if you're second screening us right now, if you you're a tennis fan. First of all, shame on you. If you're uh if you're a tennis fan, third set between Kyrgios and Nadal going on yeah, right now. Man. Um uh Kyrgios actually broke him at six five to win that second set, and then he held uh on serve there in the third set. So it's one so, oh Kyrgios. So Nadal broke uh Nadal broke Kyrgios in the first set late in that set as well, and he returned the favor. Yeah. So if you uh, if you want to flip over there for a for a interesting final set that is on right now. All right. So Valspar today. Uh, am I seeing this correct? Is this right? No, I'm looking at the wrong leaderboard. I gotta be. Yeah. No, this is last year's. <laughs> Let's throw up the Valspar uh, round one uh, leaderboard that we have to. 
Oh, you're going to need a minute. Okay. I can get it. I can get it Thank for you. Here. I got Please, it right go in ahead. front of me. Uh, mm-hmm. Four-way tie, by the way, at seven under par. Johnny Vegas, seven under. Sam Burns, seven under. Adam Hadwin, who I believe both Matt and I have on an outright. He is at seven under par. Also, David Lipsky got in there late. And then you look at those guys at six. Danny Lee, Scott Stallings, Richie Wierenski, Davis Riley. And then there are several guys at five, Kramer Hickok, Doc Redman, and Justin Thomas. So some big names that aren't on that first page, but they are lurking. Justin Thomas at five under. Lurk. DJ with a very nice round today, despite uh, putting bad on this round, losing uh, stroke gain putting for the round was four under. Brooks Kepka four under. Louis Oosthuizen, four under. So, uh, look. Shoffley. Yeah, well. when, when we looked at this, we thought, okay, if you look at this course, you know, kind of like 12, 13 under par on average may win this thing. And and they tore this up today. Uh, I thought the Sam Burns 17 under last year was kind of an anomaly, and here he is tied for the lead yet again. Yeah, this uh, this this is a pretty interesting stat. Justin Ray put out on Twitter: the most rounds led or co-led on tour since the beginning of 2020. John Rahm 17 rounds, Sam Burns 15 rounds, and then Justin Thomas 12 rounds. Sam Burns is only behind John Rahm on tour since the beginning of 2020 and rounds led. I, I mean, I haven't heard that, haven't looked up that stat, but I'm not that surprised by that. Are, are you? I mean, it feels like this is, I mean, it was the year of Sam Burns last year. It felt like exploding onto the scene. Listen, win this tournament, don't win this tournament, I don't care. Save You've keep, already got keep a good some, number. Keep some in the tank for, uh, for, for Augusta, my friend. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like, that's just right. keep some in the tank. Yeah, Send we, me to... Uh, Send me on vacation. <laughs> the way I hear you, man. I, we both got that eighty-five to one. I, I, I am on. I did grab a piece of JT last night when it floated above, above eleven to one here in town. So I've got him up there. Adam Hadwin. I, I didn't play an outright on. Only a few outrights for me. Brooks Kapka, uh, JT. They're both doing well. But a bunch of the finishing position guys looking good though. Fitzpatrick up there for me. Um, yeah, so far, so far a good start, this is, but this one of those like this tournament is far from over. Far like, from over. Like yeah. there are there are a ton of guys within three strokes here, and a ton of guys with win equity that are within three or four strokes. So yeah, this thing is far, far, far from over. The uh, the one I'll have to look up odds when I get home, and what we can check out the live odds here next segment. But uh, the uh, the one the one I think I'm going to stick to my plan, Matt. When I talk what I talked about yesterday is I Hovland was way up there for me too. I think I'll probably just add a piece of him tonight, and then probably be done for it as far as uh, betting the tournament. Let have the horses. Let's see if one of them gets home. I keep looking at my phone because every two seconds someone is saying something about Sean Watson. So I'm just trying to confirm that something has happened. I'm not sure it has yet because I haven't seen confirmation of it. So I don't know. Maybe there's more NFL news coming down here in the next minute, minute and a half. <laughs> Who knows? Someone points out a thing here whenever you look. And, yes, it is a steep price given up a first and a second in the same draft, right? I mean, it, it, Talking it's – about Devontae. Now. Yeah, certainly mm-hmm. a steep price. But this is for – the premier top three wide receiver in the NFL. If you look back just a couple of years, the the Jets to get Jamal Adams was a first and a third. So, like, this, we're talking about a safety brought a first and a third, and you're getting Devontae Adams for a first and a second. When you do that comparatively, yeah. it's like, wow, that yeah. is a, that's a bargain. Well, that Jamal Adams trade is one of the all-time worst, though. That's just, oof, talk about an overpay. But, yeah, I mean, first and second, 
like I said off like I said off air, I'll just take solace that it was more than Washington traded for Carson Wentz. I don't know that. And with the Ra- and with the Raiders now, I forget the gentleman's name. That's the uh, guy that came from the Patriots, that GM. But him and McDaniel's, it almost feels like it's a collaborative partnership. Whereas the Raiders, it was like, okay, Mayock kind of you know has a little power, but not mm-hmm. really. It was all John Gruden. Now it seems like a more collaborative effort in this organization. Kelly, you were joking about it. Sadiq Bay at halftime, thirty points, ten oh, of fifteen yeah. from the floor, six of nine from downtown. We are on 60 watch. We are on 60 watch. And Dave Ziegler, I'm going to remind you one more Dave time. Dave Ziegler, I know. I've forgotten that like three times on this show. And UConn has woken up. They're just down five now in their ball game. So here come the Huskies. Coming back, Beeson's Primetime Action. You are looking live at Primetime Action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on Beeson, the sports betting network. Wendy's and Adult Swim's Rick and Morty are teaming up to invite Las Vegas locals and basketball fans to get swifty at the first ever Morty Morty's Mayhem pop-up located at Resorts World's East Garden Plaza. The immersive experience brings the show off the screen and onto the strip with never-before-seen animations of Wendy's breakfast characters in the Rick and Morty universe and the return of the elusive Pickle Rick Pickle Frosty. That's the Pickle Rick Pickle Frosty, everybody. Boom, big reveal. While in the alternate universe, fans can also play a life-size game of Plinko. Score exclusive swag and try items from Wendy's delicious menu lineup. Check out Wendy's Morty's Mayhem at Resorts World right here in Las Vegas. Or is, is Wendy's uh, food forthcoming at some point here? I don't know. Kelly? I'll have to check on that. I'll have to check on Who'd that. Who'd be we, down for some Wendy's? We've got a lot of Wendy's, uh, a lot of Wendy's sponsored segments that will be coming in the next couple okay. of weeks. Yeah. Kelly, are you a frosty guy? You do uh, some frosties every yeah, day? Yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't say all the time, but yeah, I enjoy a good frosty. You know people that dip their fries in frosty? Yeah, I'm not one of those people. Mm. Like, well, no, I don't like that. Do you no. enjoy your frosties after you run from Mandalay to the South Point? Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, I went, <laughs> went to Mandalay, grabbed a frosty, and then ran back. Because there's nothing like running on a full stomach of frosty. Right. Yeah. By the way, here's the, the detail we didn't mention of this, this trade. Again, Devontae Adams to the Raiders, everybody, for a first and second this year. According to Rob Domofsky of ESPN, Green Bay was willing to offer Adams the same contract as Las Vegas, but the whiteout, quote, preferred to play elsewhere. Huh. Interesting. Things that make you go, hmm. hmm. So Rodgers knew, per reports, that when he was re-signing with Green Bay that Devontae was out of there. And Devontae, all things literally being equal, was like, yeah, I don't want to play with this dude anymore either. Yeah, I have a a feeling, if I had to guess, I have a feeling it's probably not any bad feelings towards each other. It's just like, hey, man, we had a good run. I got my friend out in Vegas I can go play with. business. I'm kind of getting tired of some of this crap with you, you know. It's a dome. Matt made the best point off air. What was your point? uh, About which one? Uh, The money. Oh, yes, and there's no state income tax. Yeah, bingo. Well, bingo. Like, you know, like, no snow, no, no state income tax. And when you're talking about $28.5 million and you're not, you're not getting clipped 6 7 8% off the top right from the get-go, that's a, that's a lot of money, by the way. <laughs> that's a lot of – how can I put that's this? a lot of money. Money. That's, that's a Matt's lot gotta, of money. Matt's got to deal with this with his eight-figure salary all the time. He does. You know? I know. I can relate. It, it, I'm shifting money around all the time. It's just like <laughs> there's things I'm doing in and out of the crypto market, the NFTs. You know, I you got know. a shoebox at home. I got to carry on a cash for uh, him, you know. So Schefter just keeps uh, – the NFL is just going to own the night even though we're sitting here opening day. So the Falcons have pushed back the roster bonus – Due Friday to Matt Ryan to Tuesday, 
which gives the Falcons four extra days to hear the Deshaun Watson decision. And Deshaun Watson, as we understand it now, Cleveland is out. So essentially, he's headed to the NFC South. The only question is, will it be the Falcons, yes. the Panthers, or the Saints? So they owe him $7.5 million. Could you imagine getting the call, man? Hey, man, hey, man. that $7.5 million we owe you Friday? It's going to be Tuesday. <laughs> it's going to be Tuesday instead. I'm like, hey, man, that's $7.5 million. You're just gonna... How can they just go, oh, by the way, it's, it, we're pushing it back to Tuesday? I don't know. If you did that to me with five hundred dollars, I'd be like, "I'm bringing a baseball bat to your car." <laughs> Why are you ducking me, man? <laughs> Matt Ryan, who's made like a hundred and eighty million dollars, can you? He's, he's like, I was really, I, I was kind of looking forward to that money. Actually. Like, I, I needed. That My money. kid needs a new jet ski. What am I supposed to tell him? Matt Matt Ryan's in full watch his account mode on midnight that night. Now he doesn't trust him at all anymore. <laughs> That direct deposit hit. Yeah, I mean, what, that's a guy we haven't talked about at all. What happens to Matt Ryan? We have not mentioned if Deshaun his name. Watson goes there. Well, there's a team with uh, empty cap space, maybe Indianapolis. Uh, they have not really been all that active in the free agent market, kind of re-signing their own guys, but they haven't been on Gabe going out and spending money because I think clearly they want to save for a quarterback. But as a the Col- options are dwindling. As a Colts fan, as you are. Given the stacked roster they have otherwise, would you prefer choice A, Jimmy Garoppolo, choice B, Baker Mayfield, choice C, Matt Ryan? I would say C, but look, with Matt Ryan, he's closer to the back nine of his career than the other two guys, I think, just on an age perspective. But this is a guy that's been an MVP. This is a guy that's a veteran quarterback. I still think he has a little bit of time left. I don't think, like, he's on, like, the 17th hole on Sunday, if you will. I think he still has a little bit of time left. And Jimmy G coming off the shoulder surgery and then Baker Mayfield, you know, question his psyche. He's a very sensitive guy. And it's like, do you really need that? Do you really need to deal with that? You had a guy that I think you brought in last year in Carson Wentz who kind of lost his confidence a little bit. So you need somebody that I think is produced and and produced at a high level, even though he's a little bit older, that's not going to lack for confidence. I still can't get over Chris Mortensen's report. This must have been the final straw for Baker Mayfield when the report was the Browns prefer an adult at quarterback. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, I thought Scott Pellet hit on that last night. I oh, thought he did? I thought he was dead on with it. With the, it was like it, it was report everything you just said. The reports out there, they're upset he's not acting like an adult. But to bring that to allow oh. that to leak to the oh, public, hundred percent. Then who's more of the adult in this situation? Right. Right. point. And that's right. what, and it's not mine. This was Van Pelt. Yeah. He's like this. The team's the one acting like a child right yeah. now. He's a hundred percent right. Yeah. As as he by the way one of the I always say the best things that ESPN does thirty for thirties college game day uh, college game day on a weekly basis mm-hmm. that one hundred fifty year anniversary college football thing with it which is super underrated and SVPs what does he call that segment at the end I mean I mean it's just a, I don't know what the one big thing one big thing yeah. for by the way and I just want to send this uh, say this for him to be able to cogently do that on a night by night basis is a spectacular feat. Yep. 
Yeah, allow that allow a person that. who's a anchor, a news anchor, allow yeah. him to weigh in with commentary like that. Yeah. It's, it, yeah, it adds to it. Can I just break in for a second? I want to Please. get these halftime lines updated. We got two games in this window at halftime in the NCAA tournament. Indiana down 40 to 28 against St. Mary's. Starting to see some two and a halves out there. 67 and a half. By the way, St. Mary's 1.22 points per possession. That is outstanding against an Indiana defense that has been very good all year. So basically, I mean, we were talking about that Wendy's uh, deal at the top. They need Wendy or Rick or Morty <laughs> or somebody to go hit some threes for the Hoosiers because they're going to need to and here's the problem with Indiana you're fatigued fifth game in eight days and you have Randy Bennett on the other bench with St. Mary's one of the better in-game adjusters in all college basketball St. Mary's did close on that 23-7 run so look I mean, we've kind of seen the pattern that a team that's down comes back. We saw it in the conference tournament, but I don't know if I'd be laying Indiana for the second half. And speaking of a team that kind of made a little bit of a comeback, that was Creighton. They got back within striking distance of San Diego State. 37 to 30, though. Second half total, 66. So 133 for the full game. San Diego State did lay two and a half at the close. Creighton minus one for the second half. I do have the Aztecs here. So uh, they were up a little big, but Creighton did come back in at least uh, make it a game here so they're owning the glass on San Diego State just not getting a lot of uh, putbacks here San Diego State at one point had a 14 point lead UConn seven down seven down with uh, just under 10 minutes left New Mexico State up 47 40 looking to pull off the second 12-5 win of the day and as we're talking about football keep my eye on this uh, Kentucky St. Peter's game this is exactly the point right about exactly the point uh, where Gonzaga finally started breaking away from Georgia State. Kentucky up five now on St. Peter's with 1238 left in regulation there. So we just talked about the Raiders and, and, and what they have on the offensive side of the ball, what they, you know, signing Chandler Jones on the defensive side of the ball as well. You know what the Chiefs bring to the table. That being said, the Chiefs have not been very active at all. It'll be very interesting to see what goes on with them. Do they sign a secondary receiver of some sort to go along with Tyree Kill there on that offense? Of course, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, Yeah, someone out there, some sort of some sort of possession guy. Then you go over to Denver. These are all teams in the same division, not division in the in the in, in the NFL. Now Russell Wilson, Javante Williams, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, and then K.J. Hamler at the skill positions there for Denver. And then they signed Randy Gregory as well on the defensive side of the ball to go along with second year now for Patrick Sertan, who played a really good good rookie season for them as well on the defensive side of the ball. And so you're like, oh, okay, that's Denver. Well, you know, the Chargers, whatever. No, no, no. The Chargers, one of the most active teams, in the free agent market early on, they just kind of, you know, we, we forgot about them because they hadn't done anything. You know Herbert, Eckler, Allen, Williams, and, and Parham on the, uh, on the offensive side of the ball. But they go out. They already have Joey Bosa. They got Jerry Tillery there on the line as well. Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson in now <laughs> on this Chargers team as well. Like, these are four of the best teams in the NFL, all, mm-hmm. all in the same division. Hypothetical prop. New hypothetical prop. Total number of wins, AFC West, 42 and a half, over or under? Oh, I'll take the over on that. Over. Over 42 and a half. Yeah, I'll over. take the over on that for yeah. sure. Over. Also, also, what do you set, like, the AFC West versus the field 
in the AFC, to win the AFC. I mean, the AFC North is good. You got Buffalo still in there. The whole conference is, is good. But, I mean, the West is the cream of the crop, but yeah. still. By the way, the AFC West does play the AFC South this year and also plays the NFC West. Uh, so, you know, manageable games here for the non-conference. We'll come back. UConn within one. Let's go. Let's go. Coming back. Beeson's primetime action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Play free college basketball for a share of $15,000 this March with the Halo Hoop Series. Destroy the competition for cash with a winning lineup in three free-to-play contests that could be for your share of $5,000 per contest. Head to DraftKings.com slash Paramount Plus now to join the action. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Skill Alexander, Matt Brown. Kelly Bidlin, Wes Reynolds, kind enough to hang out with us not only tonight but tomorrow night. West Kentucky up by a point mm-hmm. over St. Peter's with 10:30 left. 40, excuse me, now two points, 50 to 48. They just hit a free throw, and uh, look at this action. They had they they had the basketball caught on top of the backboard. It was too tall for anybody to get to. They had to do the cheerleader boost. Oh, for in the St. Mary's Indiana game to get yeah. the ball. And, and by the way, this is a new ball. It's a very bright orange yes. ball. I know uh, Cody Zeller, uh, the former Indiana Hoosier uh, NBA player for several years, pointed that out about this ball. And the ball has been a little slippery for some of these guys. Mm. Indiana had a problem with it the other night. Right now, Indiana just has a problem with putting that ball in the basket, and they're going to need to 45 to 29. St. Mary's just pulling away here, 18. 17 left to go, so uh, Indiana is just going to have to go bonkers from three. That's their only chance here, and you just worry now. The five games in eight days is absolutely catching up, obviously making a team play in Dayton on Tuesday night, and I believe uh, on the studio show on this game, they were ranting, it's like, okay, you put kind of a named team that was going to sell tickets for a fan base that was going to travel, like Indiana, that's a very short trip over to Dayton, Ohio, and then you send them out to Portland, Oregon, and uh, we're seeing the results right now, 16-point lead for St. Mary's. Uh, Matt, you were talking about this off-air. Here's the, here's the Nick Kyrgios thing that just happened. By the way, Nadal just broke Kyrgios in the third set. Kyrgios to a fan sitting in Ben Stiller's row um, who uh, I guess was giving some kind of advice or something. Uh, why are you speaking? And then he points to Ben Stiller, one of the beloved actors of this country, <laughs> and says, do I tell him how to act? No. So great, curious. Uh, I love him so much. In, in uh, Ben Stiller's role, so like uh, the Ben Stiller Cappy and Cappy Gilmore character. How about a nice warm glass of shut the hell up? <laughs> apparently, is what they said to each other. Ben Stiller's probably looking like, wait, what? What are you coming after me for, man? I'm just trying to enjoy a tennis so match. Like, why are you getting me involved? <laughs> Uh, this is a tweet from Jason H11. Uh, not sure what was more impressive, Gil handling that crazy Wendy's read like a pro or Matt breaking out the perfect yodeler from Price's Right cliffhanger. Uh, and this is Ryan Hyatt with the question of the night, our buddy Ryan Hyatt. Uh, this one, uh, Wes, is a great one for you. He says, you get one coach to win one game in March Madness. Which coach do you want coaching your team? Bonus, 
how many points is your favorite coach worth at tourney time? That's actually a very good and a very difficult question. Is uh, Andy Katz, by the way, now uh, interviewing the cheerleader for Indiana that did get the ball out? Uh, maybe she can go out and guard. Maybe she can shoot a couple jumpers because this team ne- absolutely needs them. But back to Ryan's question on that. Coaching is always kind of hard to quantify in terms of this because we always say, you know, oh, X's and O's are important, but I often say it's about the Jimmys and the Joes. And not necessarily the X's and the O's at the college level, especially. You got to get dudes and you got to get talent to, to win. I mean, coaching can only do so much. But if I was going right now, you know, in terms of if I had to win one game, I have to go with somebody that's actually done it. And that would be Jay Wright out of Villanova. Mm. He would be a guy I would go with. I certainly like Chris Beard uh, now at Texas, was at Texas Tech. And uh, those are a couple guys that I think, you know, by and large can be very good X's and O's guys. You got one right here in Randy Bennett, by the way, for St. Mary's. But St. Mary's, of course, never gets that high-level talent as they hit another three to go up 19. But that game is about to be switched. Like, if you didn't have these staggered times Gil. by the way <laughs> Back in the this day. would be one we take you from this game to bonus coverage <laughs> when right. these games were all on cbs and they'd be taking you to Naptown right now indianapolis is st peter's leading by three over kentucky eight minutes left to go K- kentucky look uh, they're a team that i picked to win it all and uh john calipari and his crew are gonna have to work for this because shaheen holloway the former seton hall star mm-hmm. is the coach of st peter's in uh, t-neck new jersey and they're giving kentucky all they want right now there have only been nine 15 seeds in the history of the NCAA tournament to upset two seeds. We referred to the Richmond Spiders earlier, being the first one to do that back in 1991. More recently, folks will remember uh, Lehigh beating Duke in 2012, the C.J. McCollum team, Norfolk State doing it that same day to Mizzou back in 2012, Florida Gulf Coast over Georgetown, Middle Tennessee State over Michigan State six years ago, and Oral Roberts last year upsetting Ohio State. Well, St. Peter's down one with 7.55 left, trying to be the 10th 15th seed of all time to do it. And UConn has now tied up New Mexico State with 5.08 left. Let's go, Huskies. 52. Let's go. Let's go, Peters. Let's get it to overtime. <laughs> you need points. You need OT. Let's get it to overtime. <laughs> He's got Kentucky's team total. I forgot about that. Come on, Peters. Let's get it to he overtime. Said. Mm. Peters. <laughs> As uh, New Mexico State takes a lead with the three, so five minutes left to go. We'll see if uh, this under hangs on. This is getting perilously close, though. Now UConn uh, fighting back. We've already had that 12 over five today with Richmond over Iowa. Doesn't mean we can't get two, so that is going on. Then early second half, 16.09 left to go. San Diego State 41. Creighton 36, Mountain West trying to avoid going over for the NCAA tournament here in the first round. This would be the Golden Sombrero. Yes. Over four. And and yeah. look, uh, we're out here in Mountain West country, and that's been a very good league all year. But, you know, you kind of step up into the NCAA tournament, and the Mountain West has really struggled. Big East, by the way, has kind of struggled. If UConn were to lose, they've already taken a couple losses in this tournament. You know, a game we didn't talk about earlier, uh, Wes, is North Carolina beating Marquette by 32 mm-hmm. in an 8-9 game, a game that was over before you could even turn the channel to. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Marquette, by the way, I think they had three technical fouls in the first half. I know Shaka Smart got one, but North Carolina shot the ball really well. They made 13 threes. I did pick them in this game. I did not bet them in this game, though, but this was a team that, look, they're going to get Baylor now in that 8-1 matchup, and I actually advanced North Carolina to the Sweet 16 because I think North Carolina – 
they're just a program that is always going to have talent. And that always gives them a chance. Now, first-year head coach with Hubert Davis. So uh, you're wondering, okay, how is Hubert going to handle this, moving one seat over? Of course, Roy Williams did retire at the end of last season. But, you know, had these guys absolutely ready to go, 95-63. to They were disappointing in New York uh, and uh, Brooklyn for the ACC tournament. Virginia Tech absolutely handled them. And Virginia Tech needed that win, too, because they had to play their way into the NCAA tournament. They'll play Texas tomorrow. But... Yeah, I think North Carolina is absolutely going to be live against Baylor. I'm trying to look to see if maybe a few shops have put out some of the Saturday lines. We don't know the times for the Saturday games. We'll know that at the end of the night. They'll put that out there, what the Saturday tip times are. Baylor 5 right now. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. 5, 5.5 right now. I think uh, right here at the South Point at 6, but... I'd be interested in North Carolina. Baylor kind of toyed with Norfolk State today, basically. It's what you would expect with the 16 over one. Baylor did get the cover. Game went under the total. So, you know, I think North Carolina, though, based off this performance, probably going to see a little action. West, one of the many reasons. I'm sorry, Matt. Go ahead. Yeah, no, no, definitely. I was going to say, West, one of the many reasons why we love, why we love having you here is because, you know, if, if, if we have you long enough, a Wessism comes up. That's right. And we have another addition to the uh, wonderful book called Wessisms with Wes, with Wes Reynolds. It's about the Jimmys and Joes, not the X's and O's. It is very, very often. Uh, that's my, uh, my homespun Hoosier humor, Gergill. Other favorites, they can't guard a lamppost. They don't call it undertime. They call it overtime. It's a rock fight, said, you know, about nine and a half yeah, times Yeah, now show. we might have to retire that, go because everybody's using it now, and now it's getting played. People so steal your line, played. man. People have stolen your line. I hear I it all, all over the place. I know. Now. It's like when you like a band, and it's like, wow, this is really cool, and then everybody starts to like them, and you're like, eh, I don't yeah. like them anymore. It's almost like people using preflop or Plinko. <laughs> it's rally around the family time, my favorite West. I, I think that's my favorite one, yeah. too. By the way, of course, the Westism is also available in audiobook once again. <laughs> like that. I'll just, available I'll just read. on Audible, audio and no. print. I read all of them in the old-timey Visa helpline voice. <laughs> they can't guard a lamppost. <laughs> I can't see. You can't guard a lamppost down there. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, San Diego State, every time we look up, we think that game is done. Nope. Creighton within five. Uh, in that one, I got a glare. What is that, 15 minutes left? 15-plus minutes left on that one? Uh, meanwhile, to quote the great uh, yes. Ron Flatter, St. Peter's is now up two over Kentucky with 7.30 left. Um, boy, oh, boy, this is a, a Kentucky. I have Kentucky in my championship game. I have them winning my it all. You four. talk about a bracket buster. It would absolutely <laughs> oh, be this one. Uh, St. Peter's, by the way, 7 of 13 from the three. Kentucky only 2 of 10. Uh, Kentucky owning the glasses, you would expect, with Oscar Tashibwe. He has 24 points, by the way. I think you're going to see Kentucky go down low to him the rest of the night. Who's your player of the year, by the way? Tashibwe would be yeah. right now, yes. Who's Jabari Smith second? Ivy. Yeah, Ivy would be in the top five. I mean, both those guys are going to be lottery picks, yeah. but I would go with Tashibwe okay. right now. All right. Of course, there's four more games of college basketball. We'll uh, let you know what those are, what the lines are. We'll update all the scores. It is VEASAN's primetime action live from the South Point.